Above180.com, taking your bowling game to the next level. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews and coaching to drilling layouts. Now, from Washington, D.C., and the Bowlers Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Joining us today on the Above180.com podcast is Paul Figliomini. Paul is a track brand manager. Paul, thank you for joining us today. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar here. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Welcome, Paul. How are you doing? I'm good, Joey. How are you? Good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, surviving the cold here up in Milwaukee. It's about 10 degrees right now. And wow. And I think we're going to be below zero tonight. We're supposed to be getting some snow in Hopkinsville as well. Oh, that's kind of a rare occurrence, huh? Yeah. Doesn't happen very often. Excellent. Well, Paul, let's begin the interview. First off, I want to ask you about the track numbering system. For someone who might be new, someone who's maybe looking back, maybe they've had track products in the past, but are kind of wondering with the you know the 916T, the 718A, the 715A, could you just kind of briefly describe that for the bowler so when they go in by Joey to pick out that new piece that they like from track, they're not quite as intimidated? Absolutely. Um, the numbering system came about in 2009, and the reason why I put it into place was, you know, if you're a consumer and you walk into a bowling pro shop and you look at an array of bowling balls on the wall, and they're all named Jigsaw and Jigsaw Trap and uh, Prodigy and all different kind of names, none of those things really describe what the bowling ball does. So if you look at the high-end car industry, BMW, Mercedes, Audi, they all stamp the performance on the vehicle. A 5-series BMW compared to a 7-series BMW. You automatically know the difference in those two cars um, to some degree. So really what we did with the track system is we basically ripped off the high-end car industry. We were going to put this performance stamping it right on the ball. So customers, once they knew the system, on future products, they would understand, okay, well, a 7-series ball and a 9-series ball, I know automatically the 9-series ball is stronger compared to a three series and and so on and so forth. Um, So once you get to know the system and learn it, and there's a lot of information out on our website and our social media, um, all the pro shops seem now to have uh, taken hold of it, and it seems it's working out really well for us. Paul, I have a question for you. Regarding the word stronger, uh, your seven and nine series obviously are going to be stronger reactions on the lane in comparison to a three or a five series, but does that always equate to stronger hitting power? Well, no. Again, putting the, putting the right ball in the right condition is always going to be the most important thing. And, you, the, you know, for the consumers out there, they need to go see, seek out their local pro shop professional and get help with that. If you're bowling in a low oil environment and you try to throw a 9-series ball on that, obviously that ball is going to run out of energy too soon and it's not going to hit very well. So, again, you still have to put the balls on the right patterns um, for them to shine. You can't, you, know, you can't expect a bowling ball to do something that it's not designed to do. Right. It's all about matching up. And uh, in today's environment, I mean, it's a, it's a chess game out there because it's constantly changing and uh, different surfaces, different lanes, uh, oil, uh, different machines putting the patterns down. I mean, it's, it's a complex game. And that's where I think your numbering system is a great idea because it, it kind of eliminates some of the guesswork when it comes to at least buying that ball. Absolutely. And that's really why we came out with it. Uh, you know, once the pro shop uh, operators embrace the system. Uh, we get tremendous amount of feedback on the website um, from the pro shop consumers, and um, 
you know, the questions that we're getting are starting to become really, really high-end on drilling these balls and, and manipulating the surfaces of them to create different ball reactions. Um, but, you know, that, that act system, the A, C, and T, angular, controlling, continuous, and traction, those, Joey, those are the only three ball motions on the back part of the lane that any consumer will ever see. There are no other. You've been in the industry as long as I have. Name me another one. Hook and stop is not a good ball reaction. Right, so, right. There are others, but they're all negative. Exactly. They're all negative. So, again, when you're trying to pick out a control ball for a customer, you can narrow our system down immediately with, okay, I'm bowling on, you know, let's put it this way, I'm bowling on a sport pattern. And I need to be able to control the back end of the lane. You know, scoring environment is low. I certainly don't want an angular ball on that. I probably don't want a traction ball if the pattern, say, is only 37 to 38 feet. So, obviously, you could cut out a target right away. Well, okay, I'm going to need one of these continuation balls or a control ball to be able to make sure I can, I can own the back part of the lane. So, right. it really makes them, them understand, well, okay, so now I know I need to see, well, how strong of a C do I need? Do I, th- do I need a 3 series, a 5 series, a 7 series, a 9 series? Well, that's all going to um, take into account of the player style. You know, again, if you're a high rev rate, high ball speed player, you know, you might be able to get away with using a, a 7 or a 9 series ball. But if you're a low rev rate player and a shorter pattern and you need the ball to, to, to hook, you might, you might have to use a lower end product. So, right. it, you know, it, it's all basically... Um, it all fits the system, but having, obviously, a good pro shop professional to help you um, build up your arsenal is really the most important thing. Right. So how many actual options are there now in your track performance line of balls? Well, I mean, that's a good question. Right now on the 3 Series, we just have one. We have the, um, the 300C, but we'll be coming out with another one of those around the, the May-June time frame. Um, and then we have the 5 Series balls. We have the 505A, the 505T, Okay, and um, we'll be coming out with a new C version, um, probably around the Bowl Expo time frame, maybe August. In the seven, uh, in the in the seven series, we have a 715C, 715T, and our brand new ball that's coming out on February 18th, the 718A. So um, you're gonna see a tremendous, um, a tremendous push forward with the numbering system because this is the first time we actually are going out on a uh, seminar trail to the pro shops uh, next week and we're going to be explaining how the numbering system is going to evolve long term. That's the biggest question we get right now. People are constantly saying you're going to run out of numbers. You're not going to be able to keep the system going. And it's really, really very simple. And the easiest way I can explain it is when BMW designs a product, a car, the 5 Series car. Okay, and they build that car. As soon as they launch that product, they're immediately building its predecessor, the next version, the next generation. The easiest way to describe it a lot of the times is with the Corvettes, you know, the C5 version, the C6 version. So when we built the 715A in 2009, we put that ball out into the market, and for six to eight months, we collected all the data that we could get. Guys, Joey, guys from the pro shop guys, general consumers, our social networking pages. And every bit of information that we could get on the 715A, we used to build the 718A two years later. And there was some, some serious bowling ball for certain styles of play. You know, we're not going to be ever, ever run away from our product. We're stamping it on the ball. So it has to be what it says. But if we look back at the 715A, 
Okay? If you were a high rev rate, high ball speed player, you absolutely loved that bowling ball. It was your most favorite ball out of your bag. But if you were a little lower rev rate player and not as much ball speed, that ball didn't shine as angular as what we said it would. And, and we perfectly are the ones that we're going to go out and tell you. You know, if you were a high rev player, you crushed them with that 715A. So when we went and took all the feedback to build a new 718A, the second generation A ball in the 7 Series, we designed the ball to be better for the masses. And again, as we design product, Joey, we don't go out and look at PBA players. We don't, we don't take our, our national tour staff um, and the high-end regional players. When we're building product, the home run product is the product that works for the masses, the average league bowlers, you know, the guy who's 160 to 190. And then if it works for the high-end um, PBA stars and things like that, then it's just a home run. So when we looked at with R&D for the 718A, we said, okay, well, how are we going to make this ball more angular for the lower rev rate and lower ball speed players? So what we did is we got with the designers and we looked at the two balls. You know, if you look at the catback core on the 715A, it had an RG of 252 and a differential of 052. Well, we said we need the ball to roll up a little sooner and be a little stronger. So what we did on the new robot core, we lowered the RG to 250, and raised the differential to 058, which gave us an intermediate differential of 18, which is stamped on the ball. So now we have a stronger core. Well, we still need a little stronger cover. So we went with a brand new Generation 4 Reactive Pearl. It is no different than the Gen 3 Pearl that was on the predecessor ball. It's just a stronger version of. They're both Pearl Reactives. So now we have a stronger, now we have a stronger cover on the ball, too. Paul, just wanted to hop in here and introduce yourself again. You're Paul Figliomini, the track brand manager for Track Bowling. And for all the info that Paul's talking about, visit trackbowling.com. And, Paul, one question I do have for you guys, because I think you guys do a really great job of being one of the leaders in the industry on this, is the video uh, portion of your website where you guys post the videos, and I went and watched some of this, and it's you can very easily contrast the balls that you're talking about right now, and you can see the one is more angular than the other. And also, uh, talk about how you guys have kind of, in my opinion, at least cornered the market on some of the social media and some of the video stuff that you guys are trying to do at Track. Yeah, we're we're again, you know, it's a, it's a, amazing over the last three or four years how the social media um, has just blown up. The Facebook, the Twitters, um, we're really a lot of the a lot of our advertising dollars are, are going into those avenues, and um, it seems like the viral um, the viral m- movement is on. People want to see video. They want to go to the websites. And what we have is actually uh, a very unique feature because we use our video as basically a tutorial for the ball. Um, we actually have speaking parts. Um, we bring our R&D team in. We bring our professional staff in. We bring amateur players in. And we actually go through the product's um, performance. And you can see we compare it against the previous generation, or another series of our own balls. So this way the customers can understand how the product line is evolving over time. How did the, uh, I have to ask you because I watched a lot of this last night, the, the live taping of the 916 AT show where you mm-hmm. brought in Walter Ray and brought in some of your, your regional players and your, your touring players and, and did a live show. So you got to see people throw the ball, all different styles, all different skill levels. Uh, as, a, as a normal bowler like myself, I, I really was, was enthralled and really liked watching that and found it very enjoyable. 
Well, thank you very much. And again, what company would try to do, you know, we're very innovative at Track. We, we kind of always try to do things differently. You know, the first company that ever did a live demo. Um, you know, a lot of the bad things can happen when you do things live, but we're so confident in our product and, our, and uh, you know, we're going to take the risks and we're going to show people um, how outstanding product line we have. Paul, I have a question for you about one of your prime pro staffers, since you, you touched base a little bit with professional bowlers tour, uh, Walter Ray. Mm-hmm. How is he liking the track line? Actually, you know, we signed Walter Ray as a last-minute um, last sign uh, this year. He's had some hernia surgery that he had to get taken care of. Um, so he wasn't, you know, at the 916 um, event, he wasn't up to full potential. Um, He's just getting back on the swing. He has to learn the equipment, um, so we've been working with him. I went down to Florida, uh, down to Kegel uh, with him for a few days just to get him acclimated to the equipment. You've got to understand, Walter's not a guy who drills a lot of bowling balls. He tries to find one or two, and then he just lets his God-given talent to come out and manipulate those uh, two ball reactions. So uh, he's, I believe he's doing pretty well in the TOC. I think he's like 14th right now. Um, going into going into today's competition, I think he's been throwing a 715C and a 916AT uh, this week. So I I spoke with him yesterday. He's feeling real good. He said that's good to hear. And then the other staffer uh, that we all know a little bit, maybe not better, but he's been on TV a little more often recently is uh, Michael Fagan. Yep, we got Michael. Uh, Michael fits our brand perfectly. Uh, he's young, energetic. He does a tremendous amount of. Um, uh, work on the social network side. Uh, if you go, you know, he has his own web page. He does a tremendous amount of traveling for us, and he's a great spokesman for the company. Definitely a welcome addition uh, of both players. Absolutely. And don't forget Mitch Beasley. You know, Mitch has been with the company for uh, going on 13 seasons now. Uh, he's here longer than I've, than I've been. He's one of the guys who knows the equipment best. Um, I would say, you know, he's got 15 regional titles. Um, but Mitch is one of the guys that we use a lot in the R&D testing um, because he really gives us a, a lot of good feedback when we're building and designing the product line. You know, and touching base a little bit on the, on the cover stocks, uh, earlier you mentioned the Generation 4 cover on the 17 or 718A as a stronger version of the 715A cover. Mm-hmm. Does that mean stronger in oil, stronger off-dry, or stronger, stronger on both? Stronger off-dry. Any of our eight. Any of our A cover stocks are always going to be um, geared towards how much friction they'll come off the back of the pattern. You know, the two balls will always clear the front. Um, you know, the formula that we use on our A series balls is obviously, Joe, you know, if you want back end reaction, it's got to store energy up front. So um, we use real, real sensitive, um, sensitive materials to get the ball through the front of the lane. So it stores as much energy as it possibly can. So when it sees the friction, it has a tendency to want to come off it very strong. Right. And then conversely, for your T-Series products, the main focus would be traction in oil and not necessarily off the drier portion of the lane? Absolutely. We use the bigger polymers, the bigger chemicals, um, just to make sure that we get that roll up front. Sounds like a winning combination right there. Jim, how about you? How did you like that 607A ball? The 607A was was special, and uh, you know that and the 505A were probably my two favorites for conditions we see around here, and uh, it, it seemed to be our two two top selling balls from the track line in my pro shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, those were 505A was the number one 
selling ball up until the 607A. And um, once we launched the 607A, track really, really started to take off. And uh, we're going to hold that momentum. You know you know how it is, Joe, right now. The bowling is down, sales are down, but track's up 42% this year. So we're really doing well. Speak to that consumer out there who maybe hasn't bought or purchased a track bowling ball in, in a year or two. Maybe they've had a little bad luck or something with track in the past and have just kind of sh- shied away from you guys. I want to give you this opportunity right now to bring them back into you guys and, and pick out one of these new, new balls that you've been talking about that all sound great to me. Uh, absolutely. The best thing I can tell any consumer um, when they're looking in or interested in a track ball to go and investigate, um, investigate the bowling ball sites, not our site, you know, the, the um, ball reviews type sites. Look about our product. Ask questions about it. But then what I want you to do is come back to our website and click on the Contact Us and ask the questions, because we have on, on-site technical support 24 hours a day. So if you ask a question, you're going to get answered within a 24-hour period. Um, it could be anything, drilling, where do I go in my local area to get a track ball to a, a, a reputable pro shop? How do I go about drilling the ball? Um, a lot of the times what our, our, our uh, technical guys do, you know, right now with the advent of video, we're getting – we're getting five and ten customers sending us ball videos of them bowling and actual laying out their arsenals on the, on the ground, showing us the drillings and the layout, and we're giving them technical advice right over Facebook, right over YouTube. Um, so any consumer that wants to go and, uh, and, and step into one of these high-end performance products, research it, then come talk to us about it, and we'll get you all squared away. Sounds like a great idea and very proactive on your part. Uh, are any other companies through the Ebonite family following suit with Facebook? Um, yeah, I believe I believe we're all on Facebook, but I don't think anyone is using. I don't think anyone's using the social media to the level that Track is using it as far as actually helping the consumers build a website. You know, I mean, build. I'm sorry, build an arsenal. Because what we're actually doing is we're contacting the pro shops for the consumers. You know, we're telling them, hey, go see Joe Serrar, and then you'll get a Joe Serrar will get a phone call from one of our technical advisors, and to say, hey, Joe, this is what I'm thinking for this customer. You let me know, you know, what environment you're bowling on, and we kind of work it with it together, and then we guarantee the customer their satisfaction. If they're not satisfied with the product, they don't have to purchase it. I mean, they, we we will replace it for them. So it really saves them. Um, it saves them the risk of going out in today's environment, today's economy, spending $220 on a bowling ball and saying, wow, you know, it didn't work out. You know, if you send us a video, you show us your arsenal, you let us contact your pro shop, we guarantee your success. Because there's no way that between a, a reputable pro shop and our manufacturing team and R&D team that we're going we're gonna to get it wrong. And on that note, Paul, we're going to have to leave things uh, leave things where they are right now. Paul Figliomini has been joining us from Track, uh, Track Brand Manager. Paul, this was a, a real treat, and we're going to have to do this again sometime. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. I really thank you for having me and uh, let me explain the numbering system. Great stuff, Paul. Also, if you want to check out the Bowler's Journal International Magazine, Joey, there's some great stuff in there dealing with Track's new pieces, their 916 AT, and, and really everything from Track over the last year. Right, and the January issue features the ball guide, which is a kind of a recap of all the balls that we tested and reviewed in the 2010 year, physical year. Uh, the Track 916AT, a very, very good product, big seller in our area. Basically, Track's strongest hooking all-purpose ball. 
If you use that ball dull, it gives you a lot of traction in oil, so you, you don't bypass the mid lane. If you polish it up, it's an angular piece for medium and heavier patterns. I think one of Paul's most versatile pieces he's ever made. And the other new piece coming out uh, this month, uh, being the February issue, is the 718A, which is basically an improved version of the 715A, which came out in 09. Again, this is a long and strong ball reaction, good for players on medium oil pattern volumes and most house conditions. A ball you'd really love, Tim. Again, check out Bowler's Journal International, the magazine, for uh, all the great stuff, Joey. And we're going to dive into that more next uh, week because we're just out of time for this one. Do want to remind everyone, though, please check out Above 180 uh, on Facebook and Twitter now. we got a Facebook page. Become a fan. It's uh, the Facebook to find us. It's taking your bowling game to the next level and become a fan of ours. And also on Twitter, it's Above 180 at gmail.com. Uh, above 180 at gmail.com, the email. On Twitter, it's Above 180. And and uh, Joey, it was a pleasure. And Paul was uh, it was Paul was great to have on the show this week. A lot of fun, very interesting guy, high energy, and uh, again, he's he's with it. You know, he's got that social networking down pat. Till next week, good luck and good bowling. <laughs>